But it is RGLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation piece host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at RadioJustice.org, where something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you on the bus, train, plane, or simply at the water cooler or in Cubicle Nation. Ouch! Got pain? Get relief? Today on Conversation Peace with Dr. Glenna Tobert of Tobert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness. She is a UCLA professor of medicine, former president of Association of Black Women Physicians. Today, Dr. Tobert is joining me for my 100th episode of Conversation Peace as she raises public awareness of issues in the area of pain and pain management. Welcome to Conversation. Dr. Tolbert, welcome to Conversation Peace. Thank you. I am so excited to have you here. Know you from UCLA, undergrad, and you went to, where did you go to for medical? Why don't you tell us uh-huh. where, where, where your, your medical background and your, your education route? Okay. So I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Yes, we go way back. <clears throat> and I am a Bruin. I bleed blue and gold uh, for undergrad, but I went to the illustrious Howard University Medical School. Uh, um, very proud bison. Um, I owe so much to um, Howard. Um, that's where I went to medical school. And thereafter, I returned to UCLA for my internship in internal medicine, and then three years residency in a specialty called physical medicine and rehabilitation. And then I did a fellowship in spinal cord injury medicine. Impressive. What is physical medicine? Oh, what a good question. So actually, the specialty formally is called physical medicine and rehabilitation. And it's relatively new compared to the other specialties. It came about after World War II when all the soldiers were coming home. And this is a medical term. They were jacked up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And so they were missing limbs, brain injuries, paralyzed devastations that I can't imagine, Um, emotional trauma, not the same person as when they left, Um, you know, not the same um, um, interest that they had, depression and so forth. So it was realized at that time that there needed to be a medical specialty that could address the whole person. And so thus physical medicine and rehabilitation. So we are medical doctors, but we are trained in taking care of the whole person. We are trained in internal medicine. We are trained in orthopedics, uh, pain, which we're going to be talking about today. Um, how, how does that affect us psychologically? And then putting a team together because uh, it's more fun when you're taking care of people in a team. And so we were taught how to pick a team, put it together to give people their life back. 
and I never really thought about that aspect of, of medical school because you're thinking, oh, just the, the science side. But to be taught how to put a team together, that seems to be really important because when you go to a medical office or, or a clinic, it is a team there that is working for the benefit of the patient. Yes, yes. Now, so what is the nature of pain? Because we, we were talking about pain because it's Pain Awareness Month. What is the nature of pain and chronic pain? Oh, I love that question. But I think we all, being human beings, we all have experienced pain. Um, whether it's stubbing our toe or even the loss of a loved one. And the reason why I say that is because pain is personal. Even though it is universal, it is very personal. And pain affects the whole body. So in my world or the way we teach students and the way we teach patients and when I lecture, we put it into two categories. There's something called acute pain and there's something called chronic pain, as you mentioned. And acute pain is, for example, like I said, if I stub my toe, Um, We know next time you better wear shoes, right? It's a lesson. It's a lesson. And it's just feedback, as Oprah would say. Um, But you don't expect that toe pain to last longer than, you know, a day. Definitely not a week, two weeks, three weeks. Pain that lasts longer than we expect. Pain that no longer is teaching us a message. It's no longer serving a purpose. is chronic pain. And chronic pain takes on a whole different animal. And we know from the studies that once someone has chronic pain, that's like playing an old or the same old tape over and over. In our time, we say tape, right? I don't know what the young people would say. But so you're getting that same message. Your body's getting that same message. And we know now from the science that that actually changes your chemistry in your nervous system and your brain. And so it can wreak havoc on your immune system. It can begin to cause depression. You're not moving the way you want to move. You don't want to necessarily be around people. It, it, it just can wreak havoc in your life. And it can become very disabling. And that, that's a large part of my practice. And very gratifying in helping people find their way back to life. From chronic pain. Yes, yes. And that's when the pain management aspect comes in. Yes, yes. What, what is, so when, so you, you have this pain, it's been with you for three months or more, or three weeks or more, go to the doctor, I guess it's identified as chronic pain, and then comes in the pain management. Or does pain management start with self-medication? We're like, oh, let me pop some Tylenol or, or some Advil or what have you. But when, does, when do you know that pain management is needed and, and how is that pain management plan set? Hmm. I think that's a great question. You asked a couple questions okay. because you said, what is pain management, which is an excellent question. And then your second part, the way I heard it is, well, when do I know I need pain management? Yes. I'm going to address the first question, what is pain management, because... Back when I trained, back, I say, when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, there was not necessarily this concept, per se, of pain management. And I told you or explained that my specialty came about relatively new 
because of the traumas. And when I was in training, that's what we encountered. And I also ran a brain injury unit and a spinal cord injury unit um, and was a medical director for children that had significant illness and trauma. And then at that time, a lot of times people didn't know what to do with, with people who had been through trauma. So they would send them to the rehab doctor, which is myself. So we became very good at pain management but the, our approach was the mind-body, the team approach, to look at people, mind, body, and even spiritually. Um, and also, if we needed to do pain procedures, we would do that. If we needed to hold your hand, we would do that. Whatever it took, but it was a mind-body approach. And that's the same approach I use today in my practice. What later happened, though, is different um, disciplines started to um, become more involved. And so I think that's why it's confusing, because pain management can mean different things to different people. So, for example, um, you know, if you want a surgical approach, that could be a form of pain management. Um, if you want to see your chiropractor, that could be a form of pain management. So to answer your question, it's taken on different things for different people. I can only speak really to my approach, which is I, from my success, I have seen that people in my practice anyway, they get the best outcomes, they get their life back, they get what I call getting back to their fabulousness by looking at them mind, body, and spiritually. Um, and I may use medications to get that done. I may use different pain procedures that we can talk about. Um, of course, exercise that we customize, nutrition, hormones, and it's all customized. Everyone is different. And um, the outcomes that we get are very impressive. So our, the approach I use is a, is a unique one that I'm very proud of. When do people know they need pain management is when your life is going to, I don't know, I guess this is a rated G program. So you're not having the life you want, right? <laughs> you we're, are we're dying. Not, we're not rated G. But, uh, okay. But. You are dying. You are walking around, but you are dead. You do not have the thrill for life. You don't want to have sex. You don't want to be touched. You're not, you don't, for me, if I don't want to put on my lip gloss, that's a problem, right? Yes. So you're not living. We want to thrive. We just don't want to be here. We know that with modern medicine, people are living longer. But what modern med, well, I should say what, and I looked at your program, but what, um, I hate to say, the insurance companies didn't count on is all of us living longer, and now we have chronic illness and disease. Right. right? And yes. so just to throw a pill at it, doesn't mean you're feeling good just to go to the doctor and they tell you, oh, your labs are normal, but I'm not feeling good. Right. So we want you to feel fabulous. So if you're not feeling fabulous and you have had an injury, a chronic illness and you're suffering, you're in pain, then you need pain management. But then you need to fill in the blank. What are you trying to accomplish? And so for us, we want people to feel fabulous, not just writing a prescription um, you know, not just offering you only a surgical procedure, but our approach is head to toe, mind, body, spiritual, and bridging. I do bridge traditional medicine with natural approaches. 
What are some of the common causes for pain? Oh, my goodness. So um, anything can cause us pain. The most common I think we can think of is clearly, you know, any type of a trauma we can have. But since we don't have all that much time, I will talk about what I see in my practice. Um, I see as we're getting older, um, a lot of people just accept, oh, I've got Arthur. You know, I've got arthritis. And that may be true, but that doesn't mean mean, mean that you need to suffer from it, especially now. Um, we actually, in modern medicine, we have ways to um, reverse the arthritis if you get in early enough or definitely turn the clock back. So a lot of the arthritis that people complain about, we all know that we should exercise by now. So your doctor tells you, you fat, you fat, you got diabetes, you need to go exercise. So people go and maybe they're very aggressive. And so I see people who come in and they've injured themselves on the golf course. Um, they've, they've injured themselves in the gym. So I see a lot of injuries from the weekend warrior, if, if you will. Um, those are common injuries. And then the other injuries or pain I see are people, God love us, they are cancer survivors. And the chemotherapy from the cancer has saved their life. But guess what? It has maybe wreaked havoc on their joints. It has burned the nerves. I have one lady, you know, in my practice, so God love her. I mean, just burning butt pain. I've had people with their, they, excuse me, they say their balls are on fire because of different chemicals and chemotherapy they've had, which saved their life. But now, um, you know, they're a survivor, but now it's our job to help them thrive not just only, you know, be living. So those and, are some of the common things I see in my practice. And with, and I, I know when we, we have pain, we just like try to write it out because mm. people don't like going to the doctor mm -hmm. um, or people don't have insurance. Ugh. And we're just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I just need to lay down for a little bit or right. or take an Epsom salt bath or rub some alcohol on it right <laughs> right right exactly well, we were laughing the other day or take some testing right, right? I, you took the words I wasn't gonna say that but I was thinking that I was Chris Rock right <laughs> it's his stand-up just get some yeah, testing yeah but but so we have this opioid um um epidemic here in the United States and I think we probably always had it where people would self-medicate or, or become addicted to Vicodin or, or what have you. But you had some patients that you helped with their chronic pain where, where they found themselves still using painkillers. And I know on your site, on your website, drglennatobert.com, you say that no surgery, no pills. What what does that exactly mean when you say no pills and we're here in this opioid um, epidemic? So you've touched on a lot of topics that are very dear to my heart. And so if you don't mind, I will just dial it back. Um, in honor of Prince, because I was on CNN talking about Prince and the opioid at that time, we didn't know what had happened. And um, I see all kinds of people in my practice. I see, I've seen anyone from someone who's homeless to someone who's a celebrity where I've watched one of my patients get a Grammy and everyone in between. And so I'd like to say that all of us are human. 
And unfortunately, in this life, no matter your, no matter you know who you are, what color your skin is, no one gets out alive. And what I mean by that is, there's all kinds of things that can happen where we find ourselves in pain. And um, when we hear opioids, unfortunately, we really have not educated the public on what that means. And an opioid is just a pain medication that is mimicking a chemical that is in our brain. We have opioid receptors in our brain, okay? So if you kind of think about the runner's high, if you will, you know? So it's not that the, and then when you look at the news, they'll confuse it with the illegal opioids that are coming into the country or illegal opioids that are on the street. So let's not get it all twisted. And my point of saying that is, let's not criminalize people. People are human, people need help. And so for listeners, that's why it's important to find a doctor that you trust, that you can talk to, so that you can get your information straight. And so that being said, opioids opioids are the strongest pain medications we have. We have those of us, such as myself, who manage those patients, sometimes after horrific incidences, um, rapes. What do you think happens to someone when they're raped and they're victimized? You think they just fade away? No, they can have pain. Um, we don't know exactly what happened, for example, with Prince, but I had to defend him on CNN because we do not want to just criminalize people. Um, that being said, there's something where people are dependent, just like if you have high blood pressure, right? You have to take your blood pressure pills. You're dependent on them to save your life. If you have diabetes, you're dependent. So it can be similar with these medications, but it's important that you have, um, a, this is a specialty. So this is something that should be managed by a specialist, such as myself. <clears throat> Secondly, there is something called opioid um, abuse, and that is when people do get into trouble. And so that's why it is very important for the specialist to identify that. And again, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That means you're human. <laughs> you know, you are human. Hello, we are all human. And um, as my son likes to remind me, none of us get out of this life alive. Okay. So that all being said is... Everyone should be treated as an individual. No one should be felt to be a criminal. Yes, there are side effects of the opioids. One is, yes, you can, you know, they can be addictive. But there's other side effects, too, that people probably don't realize that we look for. They can mess your, up your hormones. They can interfere with your sex life. They can mess with your mood. They can make you depressed. So these are medications, just like all medications that can potentially have awful side effects for us, but they can be helpful as well. But I really look at them as um, a last resort, a last resort. And so that's why at the center, at our center, we look to a mind-body approach. And it all starts first with diagnosis. You have to have the right diagnosis. I see that a lot in my practice. People are still in pain because they're di no one maybe took the time to really talk to them and get the diagnosis correct. And so you mentioned about the patients when I said when I said no pills, no surgery. A lot of the the 
the greatest, um, my greatest joy is when a patient comes and those particular patients, the diagnosis was missed. I maybe for some of the patients, I simply did um, a medical procedure. We now are able to, it's an exciting time in medicine. We're able to regenerate joints now. We're able to regenerate tendons. We can regrow things without surgery. And um, people have been able to then just get off of their medications because they have the correct diagnosis. There are patients, believe it or not, we spoke a little bit earlier, it can be a simple nutritional issue, believe it or not. I've had patients come in feeling that their feet are on fire or they're tingling and it's painful. And we do a very customized nutritional testing based on your DNA and they're missing some basic nutritional factors that when you replace that, the pain, if not, if it doesn't totally go away, at least they're able to get off of these strong medications. So we offer all kinds of things. Like I said, nutrition, it could be a hormone issue. If you're, you know, really out there and bold, you can do the regenerative treatments, using your own body to heal your joints, your own body to heal those tendons with no surgery. And then we will customize an exercise program for you so you won't re-injure yourself or at least know that you can get out there and move. Well, after the break, let's get into some of the best techniques for, for pain and, and handling chronic pain without surgery and talking more about that regenerative medication that you guys offer at the Tobert Center. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm Angela Birdsong, your host, and you are listening to Conversation Peace. Stay tuned for more on pain awareness with Dr. Glenna Tobert of Tobert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness. According to the American Academy of Pain Medicine, chronic pain affects more Americans than diabetes, heart disease, and cancer combined. Welcome back to Conversation Peace. I'm your host, Angela Birdsong, with my guest, UCLA professor of medicine, Dr. Glenna Tobert. Dr. Tobert, before we went to break, you were getting into the regenerative medicine aspect and talking about the best techniques for pain. Let's let's go a little deeper into thinking before you pop a pill. How is the regenerative medicine just the the platelet rich plasma? What is that process about? I have a friend and she had that done. Oh, good and, for her. Right. And we didn't know anything about it. One of uh-huh. my friends at church, uh-huh. one of the assistant um, pastors uh-huh. there, and her Achilles oh, okay. was 
was um, got damaged some kind of way. Uh-huh. And she said, I'm going to, you know, they're getting ready to take out my blood and put it back in. Mm-hmm. We're like, what? What? We're like, what is what's this mad science, mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. stuff that you're getting ready to have done? Mm-hmm. And she would always have pain, couldn't wear her high heels. Ugh. And right. Right. Oh, that's not living. Right. No high heels. No high heels. Right. You said sexy, cute heels. Right. 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 right, right. right. So she couldn't put on the sexy, cute uh-uh, heels uh-uh. and she couldn't run. Mm. She's running now yes. and she's wearing the sexy, cute heels yeah. because of that PRP. Yes. Right. So tell us about this regenerative medicine. Yeah. So it's an exciting time in medicine. We actually can regenerate. I don't know if you remember looking at sci-fi as a kid, but we can regrow. We can regrow tendons. We can regrow that cushiony cartilage in your joints. Um, It's an exciting time. But, you know, just to prove a point, God made us to heal. Our bodies were intended to heal. But, of course, we have to put the right stuff you know, in our bodies. That's why we talk about the nutrition and, um, you know, hormone optimization. But that being said, our bodies were made to heal. Proof and point. If you cut yourself, you don't walk around with an open wound for the rest of your life unless, of course, you have a medical problem, right? So you have this open wound. And then maybe a day later or two days later, or let's even dial it back. When you first cut yourself and have the open wound, what happens? It's a blood clot. It's hot, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it hurts. It's swollen, mm. and, yes. right? Because that's like the think of the 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 freeway. Everything's trying to rush there to the area to heal it and to stop you from bleeding, to clot. Now, what does that? It's the platelets that keep you from bleeding out and dying, and that clots the blood for you. But the other thing platelets do is when you look in that wound, maybe a day later, two days later, it's coming together, right? You've got new tissue in there. It's the platelets that say, hey, I need, I need new skin. I need new tendons. I need new tissue. And the tendons, excuse me, the platelets call everyone in there. There's certain what we call growth factors. There's all kinds, and they all have a unique job to heal that wound and close it. And in some cases, you don't even know the wound was ever there. So it was the cardiologists who figured it out maybe about 25 years ago that, hey, why don't we, you know what, there's something to this. So as I said, our body is made to heal. But different tissues heal at different rates. So, for example, the heart tissue is a very poor healer. The skin tissue is awesome healer. And our cartilage, our tendons, like your girlfriend with Achilles tendon, our ligaments, they're in between. Lucky for me, because that's what I do, right? So what we do is you come into the office. We draw your blood right there. We have a special machine that takes out your platelets. The platelets are those cells we just talked about that help heal the wound. And the whole process of getting that maybe takes five to five, 15 minutes to do that. And we get your platelets and think about concentrated orange juice. Now it's all concentrated. And that's what we do. We get your concentrated platelets. So it's stronger. Okay. And then right in the office, if it's your Achilles or whatever the, it may be, 
I can look inside of your body. I use an ultrasound just like when you were pregnant. And I can put those platelets right into the injured area. So if it was the Achilles tendon, I'll put it in there. My son, before he went off to law school, I treated his hamstring. He got PRP. And I actually could see the scar tissue. And then I just did his shoulder because he uh, injured his shoulder skiing uh, winter. You know, and so it's pretty amazing. And there's no downtime. And right in our office, actually, we have the gym. Um, sometimes people like to get a massage afterwards. You know, we use it like, you know, good job. So we'll reward them for doing that. But, but it's using your body to heal itself. No surgery. No downtime. And in fact, some people, some of my colleagues feel that when you are active right afterwards, that it even helps the healing even better. So that's the platelets. We also have stem cell now. And that's newer. And I don't know, that might be a whole different time. You can invite me back. But stem cells are cells that they can turn into anything we want them to be. Brand new cells. Really? Brand new. So that's here. And then another procedure we did, you mentioned my video. I did, the, I did my knee. And um, what I did for my knee, since it was hard for me to draw my own blood, I couldn't do that. But remember, we were made to heal. Thank God I'm healthy. So I was able just to stimulate my knee to heal itself. Um, I had been in a dance company and the doctor told me a long time ago that I was going to have arthritis and all kinds of things. But, you know, I don't accept that. And um, I wanted to see, you know, how would I react to my own treatments? And so um, I did a video. I injected my own knee. I stimulated my body to heal itself. And that's been Four or five years. Anyone who knows me, they know I wear my heels. Right. And a true physician heal thyself story. Yes. Right. Yes. And this is something that you can see on, on GlennaTobert.com, DrGlennaTobert.com, where she had this knee pain and she healed herself without um, surgery. And no what? medications. I still dance. I still dance ballet. I hike. One of my patients was trying to shame me the other day because I had on heels in the office. <laughs> well, shame you how? Why? Oh, doctor, how can you work on those heels? Right, right. Oh, yeah, because if I used to be a high heel wearing mama myself, and oh my goodness, um, but that's a whole nother. That's another story, <laughs> right? Right. Next, so, next right, time, right. Next visit, right? We'll come back. Next, next visit, we'll talk about how we can get back into those heels or have some really cute flats. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. really cute flats and still feeling, you know, sexy and cute. But you had another story, another case um, study where you had someone who was was um, taking the pills for further pain. They had several back surgeries. Share that case study with us. Yeah, so this, is a, this just blows my mind. I am a, what I called a researcher, a clinical researcher. So I do, <clears throat> what I do is what I enjoy doing is a lot of the modern techniques that have been proven in the lab, I actually will bring them to the patients. We want to see if they're working, right? So this particular um, lady is in her 60s, fabulous, but unfortunately she'd had about two or three spine surgeries um, with scar tissue. She is on very strong pain medications. And after a while, she, she just noticed that she was getting worse. She was calling the office all the time. 
and we talked about chronic pain. She didn't have a life. She was on her couch, even though she was on the strongest pain medications. And she pleaded with me to do something. So um, there, I mentioned there is something called stem cell. And stem cells are what we have in our bone marrow. And they actually, if I put those cells, if I put them in your joint, they'll turn into brand new cartilage. If I put them in your tendon, they'll turn into brand new tendons like the day you were born. This is what the research in the lab has shown. So I explained to the patient that we do have these treatments. I did let her know that they still are experimental treatments. The good news is, you know, when you've tried everything, you're not ready for the grave. You have so much still to give. You have a zest for life, but this pain is keeping you from doing it. The good news is that at the center, we are on the forefront of having new treatments. And so the stem cells actually, they come from, the, believe it or not, the umbilical cord of women after they have babies. Um, and so this is FDA, the company I use. They are controlled by the FDA. And these cells are taken from the umbilical cord. And um, it's been three or four months. This lady has been hiking in Yosemite. Um, and um, she, I'm just so grateful um, that we do have treatments. And she is just doing phenomenal. And I'm just very grateful that I'm able to to help people who are suffering. Right, right. Like liberated from chronic pain. Yes, yes. Very gratifying. Right. So for, for as we're celebrating our, I don't even know celebrating is the, the right word, right? Um, since we are in Pain Awareness Month, you're giving people hope. Yes. 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 That is our team's mission. I do have a team. Um, and I, that's my way of saying I want to thank my team because I could not do this work without my team. And you had, um, you had talked about the growth factors. And what, one thing that you had said about the platelet-rich plasma, but this is, this is something old. This has been going on. Uh, much longer than stem cell. And why is it now just becoming part of a practice? Who who was using PRP before it started being used for, for the masses? Well, I think that's a great question, but you have to remember that it is important, um, physicians, um, scientists, we are scientists, um, we love science. We want to help. But it's also important to protect the public. And so that's why you have, even though people do complain, some people feel the FDA is too stringent. Um, and so many people have gone out of the country to get some of the treatments. But we can't speak to the safety. Um, and that's what I also would say as a caution, caution, caution. You have to be careful on who you are getting your treatments from um, and so it takes a while for it to come to the public because it's for the public protection okay and um, you you had also said about eating eating right and working out but you also on your site you said that it's not always enough and I want us to get into the DNA micronutrient testing because you said if you're if the body is out of whack at a cellular level no amount of workout and effort on the outside will work until that imbalance is corrected. What is this DNA micronutrient testing? 
It sounds very exciting. And when I read it on your website, drglennatober.com, I want to get tested because you said everybody should be tested on this. But tell us, what, what is this? Yes, it is exciting. And my again, my personal story, when I um, opened up my first office about 15 years ago, I had crazy fatigue. I, I mean, tired, not not remedied with coffee, fatigue or tiredness, no tired. Um, my doctor thought, you know, I had cancer. Um, that, thank God, I didn't have. Um, I then went and saw another colleague who was a specialist um, at UCLA. And um, actually, thank God for him. He actually, even though a traditional um, um, specialist, um, he actually introduced me after doing the traditional tests, which I tell everyone to do, because you want to make sure you don't have something that can take you out, you know, a cancer, um, um, you know, something you've been exposed to. So that's very important. Again, back to that diagnosis. But then after that is not there, it's been ruled out, as we say, that you don't have anything bad going on. You're not, you know, but I was still very tired. I wanted to cry. I mean, to walk from a patient room to see another patient, I had to think about it. And I knew this was not going to work. And anyone who knows me knows that that is not me. That is not my energy level. I I was like, what the heck? So at that time, it's when my colleague, who is my doctor, introduced me to something called DNA. So it's based on our bodies, intracellular, looking inside of your cells to see if you have the nutrients that you need. And so I always tell people, people will say to me, oh, no, I eat enough. I eat. No. The literature shows that about 50% of people, even if you say you have a good diet, are deficient. Why are we deficient? What you needed when, you know, what you need now as you're older is not what you needed when you were in your 20s. It changes. If you've been through any type of trauma, who has not been through trauma? Life is traumatic. You know, your needs change. If you're on medications, some of the medications we, we are on, they deplete us. Some of the very common ones, the diabetes medications, they rob us of our vitamin Bs. Some of the high blood pressure medications, they rob us of something called coenzyme Q10. Um, There are a lot of some of the medications for osteoporosis, which is a thinning of the bone. You would think that medication would be, you know, very helpful. And please, that is not, I'm not telling you to go off of your medication, But one of the side effects is it can rob us of calcium. Now, a lot of times if you do the traditional testing, it does not look at all the different what we call micronutrients. And micronutrients are kind of like the spices, if you will. So if you're making chili, you could have the beans, you could have the meat and the water and the tomatoes and still have chili, right? But it's those spices that make that chili, right? That make a bomb chili. And so if you want to have that fabulous life, you need to have those nutrients, those what we call micronutrients, things like we don't even think of in the traditional system. You don't think of selenium. You don't think of copper, you know? And so we test for over 35 different micronutrients. And we want to see what is getting inside of your cell. 
the traditional tests, if you've ever, you know, noticed your labs, they give you a very wide range. It's a huge range. Why? Because it's generic. It's not based on you. The other thing it doesn't do is it doesn't tell you what is getting inside of your cells. Those tests only tell you what's floating around in your blood. What I always like to say to my patients is, think of this. If you and I went on a boating trip and we're sitting in the boat and I say, you know, Angela, I'm hungry. And you say, why are you hungry? There's all those fish in the ocean, but they're not in our boat. And that's the way the traditional tests are. First of all, they don't test for all the micronutrients. Secondly, they, only, they don't tell you what's getting inside of your boat. And if they're not getting inside of your boat, you're not getting what you need to heal. The other thing about the testing we do, which I love, is it's truly preventive because I tell people, if you were standing on a train track and the train track is starting to rumble and you see smoke out at the distance, are you going to stay on the track and wait for the train to hit you? No, you're going to jump off. Well, I hope you would get off the train track. And that's what this test does. It tells you way in advance. I have diagnosed people's diabetes way before the traditional test. And what's the importance of that? A lot of times we can manage it by just correcting your nutrients instead of you having to be on, you know, the, the medications. Correct your nutrients, which then can give you the more energy you want so you can exercise. And this test then tells you the exact dose you need. So you don't have to go guess. It tells you exactly what your body, Angela, needs. And this is the test that got my energy back. I have two offices now. Right. Um, Encino and Beverly Hills. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And once again, you go to drglennatobert.com to find the location of Tobert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness and to look at the blog and read some of these case studies that she has. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. And we have Angela Birdsong. That's me. And you're listening to Conversation Peace on RadioJustice.org. We'll be right back with more on Pain Awareness Month with my guest, Dr. Glenna Tobert of Tobert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness.
Tobert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness says there is growing evidence that chronic pain can be managed without surgery. Welcome back to Conversation Piece on RJLA. I'm your host, Angela Birdsong, with Dr. Glenna Tobert. Before we went to break, we were you were going into the details about the DNA micronutrient testing. And while we were on break, you realized that you wanted to explain about that you separate out the white blood cells in, in this testing? Go, go ahead with that. Yes, it's really exciting. So you asked me, well, how does this work? So it's a, it's a regular, we take your blood, like normally when you get your blood taken. But what's different is UPS comes and picks it up. It's specially packaged because it then goes to a special lab and they take out your white blood cells. Your white blood cells are what's responsible for your immune system. This is what protects you. This is what's involved to protect you or what's acting in cancer, infections. This is your immune system and those are the cells that are tested. They take those white blood cells out, they put them in a little dish, they stimulate them to grow, they pour about 35 different nutrients in the little dish with your cells stimulate them to grow and see what your cells are actually drinking, what is getting inside of the cells. They grow for three weeks. It comes back to us. You get about a five to six page report telling you exactly what you need, what each nutrient means, and your exact dose. There's another test we do, and that's when I found out, as I was telling you on break, that I have mercury toxicity. So we also can actually look for um, environmental toxins as well. So really exciting. That is exciting. And like you said, everyone should get a DNA micronutrient testing. I was on, on your site, and I saw that you were interviewed by a magazine, so I'm going to steal one of their questions that they had for you. And I, and I think it, it has already come out in the interview, but what is unique about your style and technique? So thank you for the question. Um, what is unique about us is one of the things is, I guess, is we – Really, I really believe clearly it's evident that we all are different. And so I really make an effort to individualize everyone's treatment plan um, in order. What do we need to do to make you your fabulous self? And we, as I said, we integrate traditional science, but with new um, um, natural approaches and also, what's different is once you come into the office, we really want to, we want to lavish you with love. And so for that reason, there's no authorizations in our practice, you know, no insurance authorizations involved. Because if you will, it just kind of, uh, what is it? It, it? it messes up our flow. <laughs> and so we just want you to come in so we can love on you um, like a well-oiled machine from top to bottom mind, body, soul. Um, and you actually have a, a team that's just dedicated to you, and it's all about you. And um, I always like to say it's really corny, but I love saying it. I tell people, welcome to the center where you are the center. That's right. And as patients, that we should feel like we're are the, the focus, fo focus point of, of our doctor's office. And you also have said that 
at the Tolbert Center, you guys, your, your philosophy, of course, you just said the patient is the fo- focus, your medical facility, regenerative medicine is the best treatment, one of the best treatments for pain and the DNA micronutrient. And you guys also deal with the mental health aspect where you said that seeing a psychologist can help with pain management along with exercise and the spirituality yes. aspect. Yes, yes. When you say you, you're truly talking about fully mind, body, and spirit. Yes, and actually the community. And so we actually have a social worker on the team. Um, and I learned, I learned painfully uh, the other day from a patient that for some people, when they hear social worker, they think, oh, my God, you're going to take my kids? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but no, just it's a different, you know, it's just a different open your mind and being open. And as the social worker explained to me, her focus is how are you, what's, you know, how are you living? How are you living in your community? Because health just doesn't happen in the four walls of the doctor's office. And so she focuses on mindfulness, the spirituality, your family, community, because isn't that our purpose? Isn't that our purpose? We all are here to realize our purpose, you know, enjoy our family, you know, living in our community, giving back, whatever that means to us. And so um, she's a great addition to the team. Now, so what's next for Dr. Glenna Tolbert? Oh, my goodness. God will show us that. However... Um, as you know, we have the two offices, and um, so we're looking, we're so excited to have more of a Los Angeles pra- uh, presence. And also, we recently, which is really fun, we now have um, brought to the center hormone optimization. What is that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we can roll back the clock to giving you the hormones you have when you were in your 20s and 30s. Is that going to stop my hot flashes? Yes, <laughs> most definitely. But what's what's exciting about it is it's natural. They are the natural what is naturally in your body and this is and it's a technique that's been used in Europe for 80 years. So the Europeans, um, maybe that's why, you know, some of them look so fabulous. But, yes, so for women, men who want the sex drive they had in their 20s and 30s, you want that energy level. And believe it or not, the reason why it piqued my interest, I've been studying this for years, is because of the pain. Um, it, the literature shows that testosterone is an anti-inflammatory. And also, it's very important. We know that heart disease is the number one killer before even cancer. And um, we know that this is linked to our hormones. And so this is natural. Um, It's something we've added to the center. And um, I am so happy to have uh, my colleagues and other scientists who help me with this project. So again, at the center, we're bringing real science, but um, state of the art and anything and everything to help people be their most fabulous selves and live their most fabulous life. Now, so that's what's going to be new and upcoming for the Tobert Center. But for you, because when I look at your resume, which is available on her, her website, drglennatobert.com, you are involved in so many things. And, and you're the, the former president of the Black Women's Physician Association from 2010 and 2012. 
What are you, you, um, what's new for coming up for you? Oh, my goodness. I would say, and uh, we talked a little bit about this on break, I really practice, um, you know, listening to my inner voice, which is God. And um, I really hope to share my mission, my passion is for all people to be able to have access to um, the science and the and what's going on in medicine. Um, what hurts me and um, is the healthcare disparities in medicine. And so for me, what I see is to have more centers or for me to have more presence, more access, to be able to teach everyone about that they what they can have and the best life that they can have. Um, it's not just about pills. It's not only about surgery. I want what I see is for us really to get the word out there about the the, the exciting times in medicine. It shouldn't be just for the, the few, the privileged few. And just because you have an insurance card does not necessarily mean uh, great health care. And I find that we confuse the two. We say uh, health insurance, and we think that equals great health care. And that, that is not true. False. <laughs> so I really want to be able to help more people and um, whatever the stage is that God says. And then our clinical research. We really um, we are looking forward to we um, have um, a research a rotation through UCLA at the practice. And so we're looking forward to having our research um, grow and training more and more young physicians um, to learn to love people, love medicine, and, and excellence, and um, to really appreciate each other. And so that's what I see for myself. Excellent. And, and you really took some of the last few questions I was going to ask, ask you. You wrapped it up beautifully. Because I, I always ask um, most people on, on air, what advice do they have for up-and-coming or inspiring medical doctors but you pretty much said that unless you want to add a little bit more to it um, I'm still a believer um, I am a business owner I own my practices um, so I'm always looking for any I'm always encouraging um, um, young people to own their practices so that you can have your own voice um, one of my mentors told me that as a physician, it's our job to also to be an activist. And um, that is why I do this work, um, why I own my own business, so that I can be an advocate and an activist for people without being afraid of stepping on someone's toes or losing my job or offending the insurance companies. So um, I'm still someone who believes in owning your own practice um, so that we can truly be that patient advocate and not to say that other doctors cannot be that is not what I'm saying but that's when you ask me um, what is in the future for me and advice um, that is that's just my passion and what I see for my future Dr. Glenna Tolbert, thank you so much for coming on Conversation Peace. And we know that we want to have you come back on so we can talk a little bit more about health disparities yes. and, and 
probably so many other issues yes. within with women's health and and just like you said um, during one of the uh, breaks off air you have a passion for everyone Yes. to be well and yes. to know how to heal yes. themselves. Yes. But thank you so much for taking out some time in your day to come and spend with me here on Conversation Peace. Thank you, and it was lovely to catch up. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you to my Conversation Peace guest, UCLA professor of medicine, Dr. Glenna Tolbert of Tolbert Center for Rehabilitation and Wellness. You can find her at drglennatolbert.com. It's the same old film as yesterday. I stood here before inside the pouring rain. The world in a circle, running round my brain. I guess I'm always hoping that you'll ever disagree. But it's my destiny to be the king of Thank you to Leslie Radford, Adam Rice, Tucker, Michael Washington of M. Wash Soul for the opening and closing theme song, and always you, our listening audience. Reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on RadioJustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong. Once again, thank you for allowing me to share this very special experience of Conversation Peace for its 100th airing on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done with love.